Hey, y'all. All right, so this podcast is a little different than the others because Joey is、um, at a very important meeting tonight working on some top secret important things. And I just thought, okay, so maybe I'll just record this podcast, sadly, by myself because I miss Joey. It's always great when we're together. And we're often not together. But when we aren't, I have to learn how to do it on my own. So, this is one of those moments. So, welcome to Breaking Bread with Joey and Julia. But for today, just Julia. Breaking bread. Breaking bread. All right. So, this past weekend. Oh, also. Okay, to begin, I broke bread today. Two separate occasions. Some days I don't, I don't eat bread as a meal, but today was a crazy day because all I ate so far today were two caprese sandwiches. That's all I've eaten today. So today's a caprese day.、Um, and I don't know if that's good for me or bad for me. We'll have to see. Anywho, so.、Um, That's the kind of bread I had. The first time I ate it was at the dining hall and I just ate it on wheat bread. And then the second time I had a caprese sandwich, I actually went to Cafe Nero to meet up with some gal pals of mine. And I had it on crusty bread, which actually cut up my gums a little bit.、Um, and、uh, that was not anything that I was happy about. But I still ate it and it still went down just fine. So I want to talk to you guys about a very special trip that I took this weekend. I live in Sharon, Mass. I forget if I've already mentioned that.、Um, and Joey's from Ohio. So, two very different, very different regions of the country. But when I went home this weekend, I went home for a couple reasons. One, because I really, really needed to see my family. Love them so much. They are truly some of the most wonderful people there are. And whenever my family, I have an older brother and an older sister. and... A mom and a dad, and when we're all together, it's electric, and we just bask in each other's excitement and,、um, and joy. And so, this weekend, when I went home, my sister also came home from New York.、Um, my brother lives in Boston, and we all just had such a great time, and we celebrated Shabbat together. And I could tell how excited my parents were when we were all singing the prayers and all of our voices were singing them, not just the usual for this past year and a half that my parents have been, you know,、uh, alone at the house singing it by themselves. So the, so the house sounded fuller. There were more voices, and there were more voices welcoming in the Shabbat, in the Sabbath. So that was really nice. Also, quick plug Shabbat, Sabbath, both can be used. Normally, one would say, Um, like, welcome Shabbat, and like, but you'd say to someone, good Shabbos. You wouldn't say good Shabbat, but you'd say it is Shabbat. Interesting how that works. Or good Yontif, which is Hebrew. Actually, it might be Yiddish, but anyway, good Yontif is also like good Shabbat. Like, oh, this is a holy day, good holy day. So I went home. Uh, just to be with my family and also to recognize and to go to a recognition service for my cantor, Cantor Dress, who has been working at Temple Israel, my temple, for about a quarter of a century, which is really exciting. Although it's, it's 25 years, which is a long time, 
a, you know, a very nice chunk of time. Um, and he made a lot of wonderful connections. But for some reason, when you say a quarter of a century, that sounds like, like if you don't think for a second about what century actually means, you're like, oh my God, that is thousands of years, like a quarter of a century. I know century is a very heavy word for me. <laughs> um, it's very rich. Um, anyway, so I want to talk about the service, um, the kind of the whole service, which is basically comprised of three different sections. There's shacharit, which is the morning portion. Then there's mincha, which is the afternoon service portion, which involves reading of the Torah and the Haftorah. And then there's the Ma'ariv, which is the evening service. And after, like, the evening service starts a little bit later in the day, um, but the Mincha goes right into the Kiddush, um, which is like, oh, you, like, drink a little bit of wine, eat some challah, and then you eat lunch. And there's this, like, a Kiddush luncheon, um, and... At my temple, um, there's this guy named Marty and his wife that make all the meals, and they're really good. There's always bagels. There's always kugel, which is sometimes a savory noodle casserole, but most times a sweet noodle casserole. And if you've ever had a kugel, oh, oh, it's so good. So at this service, there are some beautiful, beautiful moments, and we have this new rabbi, his name's Rabbi Fish. And he is just wonderful. He is incredibly articulate. He is incredibly kind and thoughtful. And he's only been at the temple for maybe three years. Um, but everybody in the congregation loves him. And he's also one of those kinds of guys that respects old customs. And yet also is seems very flexible and open-minded to new ways of thought and of, you know, new ways to pray and to observe the faith, which is really exciting um, for at least my conservative temple, which normally, you know, normally we just observe old customs and traditions and most of our congregation is comprised of older, older Jewish folk. But there are a lot of new Jewish families who are who are moving in and they're rolling in hot with their with their kids and and they're ready to sing. So new melodies come with you know new new ways of thinking and and new ways of appreciating um the prayers and the uh scriptures of Judaism. So that's exciting. Um but I want to talk about two things that my rabbi said. Uh one of those things he talked about how and these are the things that just really stuck with me. He talked about how the Torah, which I have seen all my life just as like this is the book. This is our Jewish book. Like, you know, like this is a Torah, uh the Torah is like a very ancient scripture that tells stories of our past that make us who we are to this day and we are who we are because of this book. But the rabbi explained that the Torah itself is not only our book, it is our essence. That yes, it is, a, it is scrolls upon scrolls, 
you know, and like, like Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, they're, they're scroll numbers. There are tons of stories and it's like, it's so easy to get caught up in them and also forget about all of them. And also to just like know very little about these stories, but you know, know, know most about them and just be like, oh, you know, this is the book that I, that I listen to and that I understand, but this is our essence. And the word essence is a very powerful word, I think. Um, because it's a very personal word. So I, all of a sudden I was like, oh, yo, the Torah is our essence. Like it is more than a tangible object that yes, means so much. And yes, it's delicate and fragile. And we try to preserve the, the sanctity of it by keeping it in a special, you know, cabinet, um, you know, that we call like the ark. But it's also our essence and it, and it transcends the tangible object that it is itself. And that's exciting to think about for, you know, just for future, future thought. And then also, um, he said that we like the practicing of the Torah isn't just something, uh, we do. We don't just, you know, read it. It is our destiny. Like it is not just stories that we listen to and that we understand we are destined to follow in these stories and to learn from them. Like our past, you know, I think you, in very um, universal terms, like what you, your past and like the, the I, you've built like the, the tenants, tenants or tenants, I always confuse them. A tenant is someone who lives in an apartment, right? Like the, a homeowner or like an apartment owner. I think it's tenant. Wait, which one? Anyway, the, the, the scaffolding, I'll say, um, you know, it's, it builds who you are and it also informs your future. It is your destiny. That's exciting. So the Torah is our destiny. So think about that. If you're, if you're chilling, think about it. Also, um, I'm just recording the podcast in case, you know, it was too late. So I was like, oh, I might as well start it. And then you come home, we'll start talking together. Oh, my gosh. Is yeah. There? Nope. Oh, wow. It's so dark, Julia. This is crazy. I love a dark room. Um, Guys, Papa Joe is back. Hello. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm just talking, talking. And using this time to educate people on when I went home. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, and just telling the story about how my rabbi said that the Torah is our essence and that practicing the Torah is our destiny. Whoa. Yeah. Destiny is a cool word. word. And a cool way to describe that. Yeah. That's so Destiny. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Any who's and Watson, this is so silly today right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time, hopefully. Bye! Hey! 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 We just have to take a quick break to get me caught up <laughs> on everything I missed in the first 11 minutes of the pod, <laughs> um, and to catch you guys up... Um, 
walked into a totally dark room, <laughs> heard Julia talking, oh. thought I might have seen someone on the other bed, but nope. And then now we're here and we're on the podcast. We're on the podcast. And I'm back for my secret mission. Yo. And you're it, alive. And it went really well. So feeling good about it. He and saved the country, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. No, you're not. I don't want to be blamed for anything going on there. Yeah. Um, so you were telling me you had a second point you were about to get to. Oh, friendly. Yeah. So my second point was, um, Yes. Okay. Actually, I could potentially have two more points if we want. Um, one of the points, and I'll this I can make this one quicker than I was planning on it. Um, it was just ta- please do. <laughs> it was talking about how some uh, how my canter is so special, but the most special thing about him is what's hidden. Is not <laughs> his body. Is, his, <laughs> is what's under the clothes. <laughs> um, it's and my my rabbi explained it in a much more like mystical and beautiful way. But basically, he explained that just like your cantor's a wizard. <laughs> basically, my cantor's a wizard. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, basically, what's like what's hidden? Um, and there's this quote from Little Prince, uh, "L'essentiel." A invisible pour les yeux, which is the essential, the most essential thing is invisible for the eyes, which is basically like, yeah, like, so what we are, what we keep inside, and this could honestly relate to maybe like modesty or like giving to charity. Mm. Like, I think we've had this conversation before, but like giving tzedakah, which is charity, um, is like some of the, the best kind of charity you can give is when it's anonymous. When you mm-hmm. don't ask for like, when you're not like, I gave and did a good thing. It's like, mm-hmm. I secretly did a good thing. You know, so it's like all what's hidden and like how my, my canter changed and touched people's lives more than he'll ever know because it's hidden. It just, it just is what it is and it just exists. Like his presence and his spirit has changed and touched us. Um, but not in like, not in a way that you can like necessarily see mm. cool yeah yeah and that was beautiful the way he explained that because my my canter has a big presence like he is a large man really <laughs> he's a large man his name's canter dress canter steven dress he's a large man and he's a big 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 voice really what does yeah. it sound like <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that in the nicest way possible <laughs> Um, yeah, and so like, so the rabbi's saying like, it's not what you show, that's most of the best thing about you. That was like, oh wow, that's the best thing you could yeah. say to someone who is a big personality. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. It's not what you show. Yeah, and then also on the topic of modesty, Passover is coming up. Mm. Also, Easter's coming up. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> So exciting, which means Lent is over on Easter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you have consciously given up, or have you just been like, I'm going to f- watch myself? I remembered it was Lent yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being totally honest. Good. Honesty's um, good. Lent is great. Lent is a great thing. Yeah. We can talk about Lent a little. I think talking about the holidays coming up is great. Yeah. Lent, um, is a good, Lent's a good boy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> um, in the past, I've given up everything from cinnamon. <gasps> Jojo, <laughs> I was not expecting you to say that. <laughs> I used to give up soda a lot. So many sins, but women. frozen, frozen sodas didn't count. <laughs> Um, and also when you give something up for Lent, you can cheat on Sundays. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like Weight Watchers. <laughs> yeah. And Lent starts with Ash Wednesday, um, which was, Ash Wednesday here was surprising. I saw way m- more people at Emerson with ashes than I expected. Yes. Yes. Ashes to ashes. Dirt on Dirt your on face. Dirt on your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sometimes, honestly, I hope this is kosher for me to say. But sometimes... <laughs> it doesn't have to be. <laughs> Great. Sometimes when I see people on Ash Wednesday, I feel like Rafiki walked up to all of them and went... <laughs> and like it went on their foreheads. With he the, lifts in you. you. It is, he lifts me up. It is kind of like that. Mm. Um, I appreciate when there are like outward things like that to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm observing this. I like this. it too, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Um... And then at the end of Lent, leading up to Easter, is Holy Week. There's, like, a bunch of different things all that week. It's like a spirit week. Yeah, it's like spirit week. Um, <laughs> In high school. <laughs> Monday is tie-dye day. <laughs> Wednesday is tenebrae, which is, like, a really scary mass with, like, oh. the holy water fountain is drained, and there's a big drum, and there's candles that you light Whoa. at the altar. Um, What's Wednesday. That's what I just said. I skipped oh, Tuesday because I don't oh, remember what it was. Oh. <laughs> Tuesday, um, Tuesday's Hawaiian shirt yeah. day. <laughs> um, Good Friday. You've heard about Good Friday. I have. That is, what do you think Good Friday is? So I, oh my God, great. Okay, I think Good Friday is uh, a time when you don't have school and you think a lot about the holiday and what makes it good. <laughs> and what do you think a good fried egg is? <laughs> One that's still a little runny. (laughs) (laughs) Good Friday is actually the day, if you do the math, you'll know it's the day that Jesus was crucified. Crucified. Oh, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) And so, okay, so I've always appreciated and wondered about, like, like, Jesus being crucified is a negative yet positive Mm -hmm. thing. It's a positive thing because he's sacrificing himself, mm. like, for all of our sins. Like, the way... He's like, it, I'll take it for the team. I'll take one yeah, for the team. Yeah, it, it, like, and it's like, we're taught that, like, he didn't die for, like, the sins of all the people who had sinned before him. He died for all the sins of all people throughout time. So, like, he died for your sins, and he died for my sins. Mm. Um... Thank and God like, I have to do that. Don't have to die for my own sins. Yeah, and then by like resurrect, resurrect, by being <laughs> resurrected, resurrect, <laughs> resurrect. <laughs> being resurrected, it's like, <laughs> like yeah, um, yeah. Whoa! And showing that it like is a demonstration of God's power yeah. and like shows the power I of see that. like of you know. And you know what's interesting? The parsha right now. Mm-hmm. That uh, that you know falls on the Jewish calendar and what we read, like the book in the Torah that we read at this time, mm-hmm. is all about sacrifice. Yeah. So all religions are weaved into one another, y'all. Mm-hmm. We're all right and we're all wrong in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so that's so interesting. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. And it's, and, and like, sacri- like, Lent. Like, that's making a sacrifice. Yeah, it's all about sacrifice. You're supposed to not eat between meals on Fridays. You're not supposed to eat meat. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Lent is, like, vegetarian. Lent is, week. like, pretend to be a vegetarian for, for a one week. day every week. <laughs> so basically, everybody shadow Julia. Yeah. As she- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be Lent, Lent on Fridays in Lent is exactly like how you eat because it's like you're not supposed to eat vegetables, but sometimes I accidentally eat a lot of chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if my friend's eating it. Yeah. Um. So okay, friendly, mm-hmm. friendly. And then Easter is great. Easter is mm-hmm. like just a happy, happy celebration. Now, do you know off the top of your head how the whole imagery of like bunnies and no. birds came I from? don't know. I also don't really get why it's eggs and bunnies. Yeah, that's so interesting. It's like, when you really think about it, some bunny stole every bird in the neighborhood's eggs. Like, yeah. We are celebrating, um, like, a, a mean thing. <laughs> like, stealing yeah. eggs. Like poor eggs, eggs. Like poor birds. Yeah, poor birds. Poor birds. Do you remember that movie that was like about the Easter Bunny, Hop or Hopper or something? Oh my God! Yeah, I'm, that wasn't the one with Neil Patrick Harris in it, was it? I have no idea. I've never seen it, but oh. weird that that movie exists. And also, I only remember That's it because di- someone that I knew in high school had like water bottles that were like <laughs> that movie brand. Like, they had the pictures of the bunny from that movie that, like, was supposed to grow up to be Easter Bunny, but just wanted to be a drummer. Oh, my God. They had that guy on the bottle. Like, years after the movie came out, they had those waters. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah. How many movies are interesting? Um, yeah. Easter is great. We'll talk more about Easter and Holy Week next week. Because it's the week before, leading up to, we can... Um, and also Passover. Prepare yeah. for it. Yeah, and Great. Passover. Yeah. Great! So, a little preview of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quick, um, quick little thing about sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, okay, so we make sacrifices and also figures, um, in our, both our faiths made sacrifices to get to be closer to God or to be, you know, mm. or at least like in Judaism we see it as like a way to get closer to. And I feel like like people in ancient times that's what sacrificing anything was about. It was just like somehow getting closer to this old uh, uh, other being, this yeah. holy, you know. So um so my uh this assistant rabbi who's a woman now. Yay! 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 Women! (laughs) She was telling us about how on Passover we don't eat leavened bread. Right. Right. And yeast is what makes Makes bread bread rise. Exactly. Leavened. I know about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Can I say why? I want to, no. Because when... Your ancestors had to flee yep. at the end of the Prince of Egypt. They didn't have time <laughs> to, to wait for the bread to rise. Yeah, they had to be like, "Fuck, it's a cracker. Good, we can eat it." Yeah, literally. They and yeah. honestly, there are some stories where they like literally put the dough on their backs to cook in the sun. Uh, I know they were like, uh, they, were, <laughs> they were like, 
Put it in the oven. Ain't no time. <laughs> Put it on our backs. That's okay. <laughs> Put it on our backs. Tastes like slime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's and that's sweaty, why. That's bread. Honestly, though. That's honestly, cool. though. But, like, here's the thing. We were slaves in Egypt. We still had food. And now we're now we're out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like, we did what we had to do, you know? <laughs> Um, but the thing with leavened bread, right? That's the reason why we don't live, eat leavened bread. Mm-hmm. And she was telling us about this thing where... Oh, friendly. She was telling us this thing. <laughs> this is our first podcast, chilling in the bed yard. <laughs> chilling in the bed yard. Chilling in the bed yard. So she was telling us that, like... Leaven bread also we cut it out to like, like like the leavening of the bread makes like swells the bread it makes the be- bread you know swollen with what she says is a symbol for your ego and Whoa. she said how interesting is that and she that was like, so interesting so nowadays because we don't sacrifice we don't make literal mm, sacrifices yeah one one way of maybe of finding a way to be closer to God or to Jesus or you know mm-hmm. is to find a way Thank you for adding. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> Jesus, in Jesus we trust is is to kind of um cut out or you know omit the ego mm. that you may have or that you inadvertently may possess. You know, so it's like, Hmm. so that was another thing. It was like, we don't eat leavened bread because in some ways that's even getting closer to God because like we are less swelled, you know, like when we ingest the bread, because on challah, challah has to rise. Like that's leavened bread. We use yeast for challah. So, but like not also not ingesting the yeast might be another way to not you yourself swell up with any kind Mm. of um like excessive pride or anything so something to consider yeah like just a way to yeah be more of a grounded down-to-earth person living in this world functioning as a a faithful person wow yeah Mm. did you tell them about the 412 club no oh my god friendly (laughs) okay so guys listen up so um, 412 Club, basically, on page 412, which is happens during, I was telling them this, Mincha, which is the afternoon service. Um, so, around the, the part of the book that's, like, in the 400s, page, page 400 of, like, the, so the what, C-Door. So, what book? Oh, C-door. the C-Door. The C-Door. And how many pages are there? Oh, uh, oh, I don't know. Around 800. And you read... So, like, so, how often does 412 come up? Every every service? Once in the service. Because what you have to do is you read, like, the book is split up between three different services. Shacharit, which is the morning. Okay. Mincha, which is the afternoon. Oh. And then Ma'ariv. Oh, yeah, Ma'ariv. Yes. Which is the evening. Oh, wait. Mm. Oh. But what's Musaf? That I need to look up. Or y'all should. But Musaf is another service. I think that's like pre the evening service, but anyway, there's a lot, and also you need a min a minion. You can only pray. Do you have this too? You can only pray if you have a certain amount of people. No, what? Oh. So like you could have a service with three people. Uh huh. Oh. Wait. I mean, well, 
What do you mean a service? Because we have for... Like conduct a service where you go through your holy book, the Bible. So we can have services with, I think, any number of people. The thing that's special about like mass... Yeah. Which you go to once on Sunday. Sunday morning, okay. Or, I mean, you can... There's a Sunday evening mass. Oh, cool. And also Saturday evening mass counts as a Sunday mass. Whoa! Yeah. Cool. Um, and the special thing, the most special thing about that is that that's when the Eucharist happens, where like tell me what the, the Eucharist where is. the bo- where the bread is turned into the body of Jesus, and then we all eat it. Eat it. Yeah. Cool. And that you need a priest for, but um, you can have um, a service where you like. Do you go up for communion and you get the host, and it's been like consecrated and turned into Jesus prior by a priest? But then that's not, uh, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't technically be a mass because the Eucharist isn't happening. Oh, like the, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. And for I think that might even be a Good Friday thing, or definitely happens once during Holy that week when like it's like because this day is, like, a day of, like, somber reflection or because this day is... Maybe it's Saturday, like, or something like that. It's, like, we don't... We don't perform... We don't do that. We don't turn it into Jesus that day, but we have it, like... Oh. Okay. Yeah. So what were you saying? Oh, okay. About Mufasa? (laughs) Literally, literally. (laughs) Um, Well, the thing is... um, we have to have 10 people in order to conduct any kind of service. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, and that is called a minion. And often... <laughs> yeah, and often... <laughs> 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 I'm trying to be Banana. a minion. Yeah, I was trying to be a minion, but couldn't remember any, any minion their thing i ever or dialect. <laughs> Banana! Or they go, um... They go, like, Dave! <laughs> <laughs> One of them's name is Dave. The other is Steve Irwin. <laughs> no, I'm it's kidding. Not. No, it's oh. not. <laughs> oh, oh. What did you think about that joke that I just made about Steve Irwin? R.I.P. I know. His son seems really sweet. He does. Bindi's great. Bindi's also really great. She's old now. Um, She's anyway. too old. <laughs> <laughs> for us. Um, so, yeah, a minion, which is ten people. And often, like, people will have a minion downstairs and other people might be like in the temple and they'll like they'll like send one person up and be like hey guys we need three people wait what's happening i can't picture this at all (laughs) so the a minion like to have wait so (laughs) (laughs) wait (laughs) yes so like why so the way a mass works is everybody's in the church okay and we're all in pews Right, and it's one big room. Yeah, it's one big room, and we're all the priests at the front on the altar, and they're doing all of the stuff there. Got it. And then the music lady is like, really? What happens in them? We have the main sanctuary. And what happens there? And then we have the basement sanctuary. What happens in the main sanctuary? Well, the main sanctuary, like, it's like on Friday nights, there's like Shabbat services. And then on Saturday, there's like Shabbat day services. Like, Friday night is like welcoming in the Shabbat, uh, in the Sabbath, like, at dusk. Like, it's when, like, the sun, it went sunset. Okay. 
so sunset on Friday night is when you like do Shabbat prayers, whatever, and you sing and you jump and you and you laugh and you dance. And then Saturday morning is when you like actually have the morning service, then the afternoon service, then you say. And Kiddush. that all happens in the sanctuary. Yeah, the that all happens one. in the main in the main sanctuary, in the mink. but in the main. But there's also downstairs a teen service. During the other ones. Yep. Okay. Where like. So, like, there are m- multiple rooms okay, in guess- our temple where, like, there are Torahs in the room where you can, like, but it, it's, like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah, but it's not, like, anybody can be, like, we want to have our own special service click service where only ten of our friends are going to be there. <laughs> like, no. It, this is just the Tiffany's service. <laughs> yeah, the Heathers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so, but there's always different stuff going on at the same yeah. time that's, like, the same service just for different groups? Exactly. Okay. Like at the teen service, they take more breaks and you get apple juice and cookies. Oh, okay. And like then there's a kids service sometimes. Where and then you get on high when you get <laughs> Right. Oh, but that reminds me. Uh, we're that's get, we're, what we're getting saying to the before. Wait, I just I yeah, was yeah, going to yeah, just yeah. say more that questions. like we have different like there's a little chapel in our okay. church and we have the old church that's still connected to our church that's like a wow. little gathering area now. It's just like where we have like Events will be held there. Cool. Well, now, where do but, you like, have no, Sunday school? In the old church? Um, or, like, in Well, rooms? the church that I went to was connected to the Catholic school. Oh. So, I think they would take them in... Um, and when I did, like, my, like, confirmation prep classes after I started going to public school... Cool. It would just be in the classrooms in the school. Oh. And sometimes in the gathering area, which was the old church. Oh, cool. But there's not different services going on at the same time. That's really interesting. It's one. And it's, it's this, one. like, beautiful... The thing is, like, like it just places of worship, like, the... the yeah. Do you call it, like, a kind of... Like, a sanctuary, too? Yeah. You use that yeah. word? Yeah, we do yeah. use that word. There's some... Be- like, I went to this beautiful, beautiful church in New York. Aww. It was, like, St. Patrick's... Like, or St. It wasn't St. Paul's Cathedral. Where's that? Do you know? Oh, yeah, no. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was like a saint. It was a saint's name. It was a name of a saint, um, and it was his yeah. church. It was um, cool. It was cool. I was yeah. like, wow, this is beautiful. Yeah, they they can get pretty dope. Yo. <laughs> and also, when I watch my favorite wedding blogger, quick plug, Mackenzie Miller Films. Look at her blog. It's we love you, Mackenzie. We love you, Mackenzie. Um, there are some beautiful, like, even, like, Greek Catholic. Mm-hmm ceremonies mm. in these just like oh wide expansive echoey churches mm. 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 wait um yeah. i was gonna say oh okay so like if i wanted to go to sunday mass yeah and i didn't want to go at nine yeah there's another mass at eleven thirty, or i could go at five is that oh, not that's not how it works for no. you guys okay Oh, whoa, that's a great thing to know. Yeah, for us, it's literally like, it's like, show up at nine. And then, or like there's a morning, morning service. And then like basically when you show up, you're walking in the middle of it, unless you come at the very beginning. Wow. Like you're walking into the middle of it and you're like, oh, I have to sneak in and be quiet. Okay, I'll put on this tallest which is what you wear in the sanctuary. It's kind of like mm. a really beautiful woven cape um, with, like, tassels on the bottom, and they're they are all very significant and have, like, they have a deeper meaning. Mm-hmm. We'll get into, like, garb later, I think, Ooh, is yeah. a good conversation to have. I'd love to, to get have. into garb. Garth. Garth. 
and Merkin. Stock. <laughs> sale. <laughs> Stock sale. <laughs> Come on down. Um, so. so four twelve. <laughs> okay, so get basically, get to the first call. Okay, so. Wait, did we? Were we done with what we were just saying? For sure, probably. Oh, basically, basically, there is one service that okay. goes on. Oh, wait. And this service is three different sections. So, like, you can come for Mincha, yeah. Yeah, and, okay. like, that's fine if you come for Mincha, but just know, like, if you walk in when someone's reading the Torah, you you won't go to your seat, because that's not respectful. When the Torah's out, you should be, you know, respectful of that. So you would wait till it's done being read, and then you'd sneak into a seat. Exactly. And you've got, like, benches? We have, uh, no, we have, for the most part, we have seats. Chairs? Yes. Really? We have chairs. And then in front of the chairs, like, are the little pockets made out of wood where the books go. Uh-huh. And then, like, yeah, and the chairs, like, it's all kind of, like, in the semicircle. Yeah. Like, you know, and in the arch. And then we have this bima, which is, like, a raised platform where then Ooh. there are, like, podiums where oh. the rabbit and the cantor stand. And then we have, like, this, uh, these doors that open up and, like, that's the arc. And then there's this beautiful light that's called, like, the eternal flame. And it's always lit. But it's a fake light, kind of. Like, mm. it's... It, it's not a flame. It's not a flame. It used to be in, like, the right. old temple. I bet some places maybe it's still a flame. I bet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, like, we also... I don't know if you have this at all, but, like, we have um, also, like, these... At the back of the temple, there's, like, this kind of one hallway. But that's, like, behind the chairs and, like, separating the chairs and that hallway... There's like this, like the there are like these slats. It's like a beautiful kind of like like they're Jewish stars made out of wood, and you can see through. But it's also uh-huh. kind of like a wall, like a barrier. So you like can stand back there, and it's not like people can like see you standing back there. You're kind of covered by this, mm. yeah, yeah. This kind of like half wall kind of thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So four twelve club is a fun thing. Yeah. Basically. Um, at my temple, and I don't know if this happens at every temple, but basically 412, that page number comes after you've read the Torah. So, like, you read the Sidor, and mm. then you read a different Sidor for the Torah service. And then you read the Sea Org. <laughs> and then you read Eeyore. Eeyore's <laughs> dreams. <laughs> um, you write the Sea Org. And then you go to the Org Fair. Yeah. And then you choose, but, like, don't. Yeah, don't spread yourself too thin. Like, you right. want your semester to be... Guys, don't spread yourselves too thin <laughs> at the org fair. Uh, there's going to be a lot of things that are interesting for you, but just, like, pick, like, a good rule of them is three yeah. things. I agree. Three things. <laughs> to really... Four to twelve things. Four to twelve. twelve things to really go in at it. And that's what the 412 Club is all about. All that. It's and just... what else is it about? <laughs> Segway. Also, Joey's writing a segue right now. <laughs> I'm laying down. <laughs> I'm straight up laying, and I've yawned eight times in the last minute. Um, a the four four twelve basically is that when we get to the page four twelve, which also is a multiple of thirty six, which is high. But so like any, or I think it's actually multiples of eighteen. 420 is high. Chai. Chai, which is like, chai also means to life. That's why you say l'chaim. Mm. It means to life. And so chai is a very, like, uplifting, um, significant um, symbol and motif in Judaism. Ooh. So when 412, that mm-hmm. when that page is uh, hit, 
a bunch of friendly Jewish men secretly leave. But it's not a secret anymore. It's like condoned by the temple. They leave the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. They go to Stuart Salzberg's house. And then they take shots of peppermint schnapps. And then they come back in. Stuart lives behind the temple. How many men do that? I'd say a good minion. <laughs> I'd say a good minion's worth. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are they like the cool boys? or is it just They're like- the brotherhood. Like, there's a brotherhood and a sisterhood at the temple. Oh. Like, there are two committees that, like, help run certain events and stuff. Oh, and I'd cool. say most of the men in the brotherhood do that. And then also some other men. And also they try to, like... Like, anybody can be recruited, just only men. Okay. No women join the club. Because there's not a woman who lives behind the temple. <laughs> um, well, Stuart's wife, you know, could have something, but also it's like, I think that part is an old Jewish yeah. tradition, which is like, you separating women from men. And those are all lay people involved in that, or mm-hmm. like, not religious, or like, no, like, they are religious, but they're not yeah. like... They're not, they're not, like... Orthodox. Like, lay people are, like, people who aren't priests or nuns or, like, brothers or oh, deacons. I've never heard that word before. Oh. Lay Maybe people. that's just a Christian thing, then. Oh. We just say congregants, and then we have rabbi, cantor. Yeah, the mm-hmm. rabbi or cantor, like, yeah, they don't join, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And your, does your dad do that? Sometimes? No, never? he doesn't. Oh. I know. But if my dad had a choice... He would have his own little thing with my Uncle Michael, because my aunt and uncle also live in Sharon, so yeah. we've been very close with my dad's oldest, eldest brother. Um, and he would have scotch. Mm. I'm sure he would have scotch. Or my or port with my grandpa mm. and my uncle. But, yeah, so that's something that they do. Yay. Yay. And then we another, like, alcoholic beverage we drink is um, Manischewitz, which is a, oh, yeah. a kosher wine that's... Honestly, we drink it on Passover, too. Um, It's like, I feel like the alcohol content, I don't know what it is. It might be, like, honestly, 5%. Like, it, you know. But it's it tastes like juice. Oh, yum. It's yummy. What's not kosher about regular wine? Um, I think, so, I think that is when it falls under, like, like, something that's kosher, just objectively. Oh, sorry. I just... <laughs> Slap! Just whacked. <laughs> you just got whacked. <laughs> just got whacked. Uh, kosher means that it's been blessed by a rabbi. So, like, when something's oh, okay. kosh- kosher for Passover or kosher for, like, any other... Okay. You know, you, you'd buy it at the butchery or somewhere where there's, like, this stamp on it that says a rabbi has, like, checked the ingredients and also blessed this. Oh, okay. So that's... So, yeah. regular one doesn't have stuff in it that you can't consume. Exactly, no. Okay, but it's no. kosher, be, this is kosher because it's been blessed. Right, and Got like, it, it, it wouldn't be, it it wouldn't be the best thing to drink regular wine on like a high holiday, but if you don't have Manischewitz for Shabbat, it's okay if you drink other wine, like my family's done that before, oh, just okay. like makeshift. You know? Oh, cool. It's not like, oh, well, Shabbat's ruined, yeah. we don't have wine or candles. Yeah. Like, you make do, you know? You don't have candles? Okay, you have flags. You know? Like, yeah. you find oh. something else. We did that on the Disney cruise. Oh. We held up ribbons that oh. we had because it was um, a New Year's cruise, so we had ribbons. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like... We I just too. I really like the idea of ribbons as a replacement for candles. For like, flames. Like, in other situations, too. Yeah. Like, if the power's out, oh, good, we have ribbons. Ribbons. Yeah. 
<laughs> we have Gribbons. Is there, to close it off, I'll ask you one more question. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that, like, like any um, thing that, you, like, maybe mm-hmm. you, if you wouldn't be able to observe a holiday or, like, have a service because you don't have this one object oh. that, like, is, like, crucial to observing mm-hmm. a service? Mm-hmm. Let me think. First thing comes to mind is the Advent mm. wreath, mm. which, oh. like, the four weeks of Advent, I believe there's a candle for each one, um, and that's, like, the Advent wreath. Mm-hmm. There's candles in it. Cool. Three are pink, one is purple. Cool. Or maybe it's, like, rose, or, but, like, but basically, they, they look pink and purple, so, um, and, but that's not, I don't think that is really what you're saying as much Mm. um i think i think a good with um if you didn't have like the the wafer or like the thing a priest could bless regular bread oh and make the air yeah and turn that into jesus cool you could perform yeah i've seen the Eucharist performed yeah (laughs) he's a wizard too (laughs) yeah you're a wizard harry because at different churches i've been to there's definitely been like it's not always a little circle. Sometimes it's like a hard brown biscuit, um, like piece of a circle. <laughs> but I also know for sure you could probably mm. make sh- make do with yeah something like in the wilderness. Huh. Now, when you were talking about <laughs> nuts and nuts and, and grains and berries, just in like the turn wilderness. some grains into Jesus. <laughs> Go into the garden and get a grain. The garden. Go into the garden and get me a switch. <laughs> Go into the garden and get me a wreath. A pink oh. and purple one. Well, question. Wreaths. Christmas wreath? Is that where it comes from? Do you know? Christmas wreath? Um, a wreath I bet that comes Frank. from the same place as, like, the Christmas tree, which is, like, an Egyptian thing <gasps> or, like, a pagan thing. Yeah, yeah, That, yeah. like, was just tacked on to also Christmas. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got, Got it. it. Got, Got it. it. Well, Got it. the thing is, this talk has gone on a roller coaster of fun and games, and I've really appreciated all the different topics that have have blossomed from this yeah, one. Yeah, and I really love. Uh, we've talked about it already, but I love hearing about your great time at home and oh. revisiting your temple. That just sounds like such a good experience. You're so sweet, and I love. And can't wait to hear a bull. Well, first of all, I love whenever you say words that I'm like, oh, I've never heard that before. Uh, you know? And yeah. I and I love And so that. many of the words you say I've never heard before. Yo. Like minion. <laughs> minion. Yeah. Banana. <laughs> and I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing about more about Easter and yeah. about like for next week's podcast. So stay yeah. tuned, y'all. Y'all. Uh, brought to you by Minions and, and the movie Hop. Uh-huh. Is yeah, that what it's called? It's honestly called Hop. That's crazy. We might watch that tonight. We should try to find it. Yeah. We should try to find it and then be like... Oh and then watch Shark Tank instead. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. See you, right. sharks. See you, sharks. Take care. And remember, never, never stop hopping. Never. Bye.